Welcome to Here's the Thing, where we talk fitness, lifestyle, human nature, and everything in between. Yo, yo, what's up, guys? Happy whatever day this is. I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you that it's Tuesday because I went to make a podcast on Saturday. I got three minutes in and I went, wow, this is so forced. And so I went to do it Sunday and I just didn't have stuff to give you guys. Um, I felt like there has to be sustenance. And I can sit here and bullshit. Um, and some of you are going to probably find that even awesome. Because uh, how crazy sometimes my life gets. Sometimes we just need perspective changes. And when someone else is having a shitty day or a shitty time, that's kind of nice for you. So I didn't want to uh, finish it Saturday. I didn't do it Sunday. Um Yesterday was pretty packed. It's the 22nd of December. We're getting ready. We had to uh, get ready for Christmas, clean all the stuff. Now that we live in this nice big old townhome, the family's coming here, but they're also coming here because Belly's still broken. Bella got her stitches out um, yesterday. Poor girl. She still has to wear her cone, which she's about half ripped up, but uh, she's doing good. Everyone's doing good. It's the holidays. And uh, shout out to my man, main man, uh, Tyler Simpson. He got me a little hyped this morning to do this episode because he sent me a small uh, podcast that I watched or listened to just now. That was three minutes. Yes, it was a podcast from the man, the myth, the legend that I used to listen to who gave me a lot of my um, beginning inspiration long-term inspiration to staying motivated Andy Frisella with first form supplements and the podcast is the MFCEO the motherfucking CEO with Andy Frisella it was a three-minute podcast now uh, I have a lot of people send me a lot of things to watch and to listen to often and a lot of those things are 30 minutes long and um, call me shallow call me egotistical, but my time is so valuable that I can't just drop everything um, and listen to something that's 30 minutes and call me um, dumb or ignorant. There's probably better words, but I don't remember. I never remember to actually go back and listen to them. So I thought I would take the three minutes and listen to this one right now. Let me grab my coffee real quick. Of course, the coffee's motivating, so I'm on the coffee kick right now. I try to do coffee here and there, as long with energy drinks. I don't think energy drinks, especially zero calorie, are that bad for you. Um, but I do like to switch. I like to switch out a lot of things. I think life is cyclical in almost every area, and so I like to switch things up. And so coffee's too hot. It ends up um, um, ruining, I guess, the enamel or or whatever on my teeth over a small period of time and I get really sensitive teeth again because what I usually do is I usually use if I have sensitive teeth I'll buy Sensodyne and I used to use Sensodyne all the time for years it worked really well um, but I figured well I probably shouldn't have to use it all the time for the rest of my life I can switch things up and get some better whitening toothpaste or whatever um, and so coffee actually makes my teeth so sensitive after like a month of drinking hot coffee that 
I can't even like have ice cream in my mouth without getting a brain freeze. Just touching my teeth, they'll get so sensitive. So I have to switch on and off, um, which is also nice too because you build a tolerance to this stuff, you know. And that's why some of you folks out there, <laughs> shout out to my buddy Jake, you have to drink 600 milligrams uh, and two energy drinks through the day just to, well, for most of you, stay baseline. And I've been there and I've done it. So you have to switch things up because you do get adapted. And so uh, if you're having 300 milligram rains every day, you might be on fucking crack cocaine day one. But bet your ass if you're having them every day by day 30, you're like, Jesus Christ, I need another fix. I'm gonna have to go buy another energy drink. So I switch them up. But um, something that this podcast, this three minute podcast that made me think about was the fact that I have this, and I got called out in this podcast too, I have this content bias about me now, but I have this content bias, not necessarily because of what the podcast said, which was, um, maybe you're content right now because you're ahead of your goals. And I suggest you dig down deeper and you find the fight and you go out there and you get yourself more ahead. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here was the craziest shit is this is the podcast that I used to listen to day in and day out to stay pumped, to stay motivated. And a lot of that, um, yeah, was fun and felt good, but it was to get me into a habitual state where I constantly was more productive than not on a given day, whether I felt good or not. So that was always the end goal. The end goal with all of this motivation and inspirational stuff that I used to just flood my mind with, and I still do a bit, a lot more of it is philosophic now. Um, a lot more of it is business, not necessarily just quote unquote self-improvement. I still read my stoicism shit every day, but I realized while listening to this podcast that it is internalized. It is habitualized. There aren't normal days where I don't feel like well, I always feel like I don't get enough done, but there aren't days where I go backwards as much as I used to. There aren't days where I get less done than I used to because of these little tiny habits that I've internalized. And so I'm so excited, but also I just found it so odd and kind of liberating that interestingly enough, some of this stuff doesn't get me nearly as motivated as it used to. And a lot of it, as a good buddy of mine would say, is cliche shit, even though the cliche is usually true. It used to hit me like a, just a freaking brick wall. And maybe I woke up, uh, maybe because it internalized a lot of this stuff is already just a million time over rhetoric that I've heard tens of millions of times through books, through podcasts, through words, through self-talk and whatever. But I've, I've created this uh, machine. I don't need the motivation and inspiration every day. Granted, I still have a, a morning routine. It isn't necessarily to get me hyped. Now, I, I do get myself prepared for anything in the day, but I don't necessarily go, you need to go out there and kill it. I know I'm going to kill it, motherfucker. I've been killing it for years, seven days a week. And it's internalized that I'm more productive than not. So when I don't want to kill it, I don't feel horrible. I always feel dissatisfied because usually you're just a type of person that, you know, no matter how much success you get, you're going to feel that way. But it, it does eventually internalize. You don't have to 
whatever it is you're going after, you don't have to constantly put in all that front end work. That front end work, the whole point of all of that is so that it's easier in the back end. And so I would suggest living like that now. I would suggest, you know, um, sacrificing your current self for your future self because your future self will thank you. And I know a lot of what how we govern our own selves in this society, or maybe it's just culturally derived at this point. It's more like um, you'll just kind of get it done as it comes. Or that's a problem for future brand. Now, I still say that to this day, but a lot of future brand is more excited now than he used to be because future brand has a better life a lot easier life than I do currently, than I did a year ago, than I did five years ago, because I'm always chasing to at least a large degree, not 100% of the time, because that's not that's not good for anyone or balance. That's not balanced at all. Chasing that improvement, but also, so I'm 29, so 39-year-old Brant has a little bit better life than I do now with a lot less stress. You know, how can I make... 39-year-old Brant just as happy every day, all the way up to then, because all of those habits, whether you want to look at, I want to be better today, or I want to be better tomorrow, or I want to be better in 10 years, all of those conform down. You have to you have to shrink down. How can you be better in 10 years? How can you be better tomorrow? And how can you be better today? You can only be better in all of those, and through that whole time period, by having these little consistent habits that you do, whether consciously or not, eventually, hopefully unconsciously, hopefully you have these good habits, so they just get... They just get ingrained. And that's how I look at it. That's how I that's how I operate in life is who 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 am I gonna become? You know, I'm reading uh Green Lights audiobook, so I'm not reading, I guess I'm listening. Um shout out to JB James Brooks, one of my best friends in the fucking world for that book. It is so goddamn good. It is so much perspective. This million, million, millionaire of an actor that has this eight-hour book. And he talks about his entire personal life, and he is fascinated by nothing more than everything that was adventure and experience and memory. And it had nothing to do with success, achievement. It had nothing to do with being well-known. It had nothing to do with all of those things. It almost seemed like none of his life was like that. And so I internalized that. But he had this really cool quote one time, and he talked about having, you should always have somebody to chase. And that somebody to chase is you. In the future. Now, maybe you don't care to be better for yourself in the future. Uh, and if you're my age, well, if you're my age, you probably have kids. But if you don't have kids, if you don't have the woman of your dreams that you can't wait for, or the man of your dreams that you can't wait for because you're young, you need to go forward knowing. That all of these little things are very important when you habitualize them. Everything that you want is in 10 years. Because you overestimate one year and you underestimate 10 years. But in 10 years, you could be in a totally different world. And you will be. Because like it or not, whether you're playing this game of life or not, consciously or willingly or voluntarily, you're still playing the game of life. 
the time's going to pass anyway. You'll get 10 years down the road. You might as well internalize good habits now. You might as well chase making it easier for future brand now. Why would I want to live it up right now and have a miserable life in 10 years? Yeah, maybe I won't be alive. And that's one way you can look at it. There's, there's a strong possibility in 10 years I probably will be alive. There's definitely a percentage chance that I will not make it the next 10 years. So I can live it however I want, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the high road and assume that there's a higher statistical probability that I'm going to be alive in 10 years. And there's a very high statistical probability I will have a wife, I will have children, I will have more pets, I will incur more monthly uh, obligations and responsibilities. And who I am now is not capable of managing that, or I'd probably already be there. And so I have to get better. We all have to get better. All of the time. So if there's ever a New Year's resolution goal to have, that's that's probably one of them. That's probably a really good one. That's definitely one I focus on all the time. And coming back to the New Year's resolutions, I don't want to say I stopped making goals. But about two years ago, I realized that the goals that I had maybe may have been dragging me down. Maybe they were helping me. I always had some realistic goals. I always had too many. I always had three personal goals, three goals for my business, and then three goals for my fitness business. That's nine goals you got to fucking work on all year. Jesus. Um, so I don't know if it really helped, but it, I never hit those goals. I never hit any of them. You know, one of my goals was always to read a book a month. I do that now, but I don't do that to hit a goal anymore. Um, I like reading. And if you don't like reading, do audiobooks. If you don't like audiobooks, do podcasts. If you don't like podcasts, figure out how to fucking learn or you're going to get left behind in this world. So I don't do that goal anymore. Um, losing weight or getting bigger, um, being healthier is a hard goal to hit. But I don't want to. I don't have a ton more weight. I want to lose. I don't care uh, to get insanely big, and I know how long this process takes. There's just a lot of, I guess, understanding that I have now that I didn't. To where setting these goals for me, I have to think of different goals or be more in depth with goals because my initial goals were were along the lines of, yeah, I want to make. Uh, I wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Okay, well, there's a lot more to making $100,000 a year than just making $8,333 a month, which is the math, by the way. How many times I had calculated that over and over and over and over again when I first got into business because I finally realized you could actually make six figures. And then I thought it was the money. Well, I'm not doing enough for the money. Well, true. Making six figures is an outcome of activity. But... I, I blatantly remember telling people, even a few years ago, um, I won't make a lot of money yet because I'm not ready. I don't have the habits. I'm not, quote unquote, what I called grown up enough. Because there's got to be some maturity. And maturity also involves habits, good habits. It also involves responsibility. You want to know what's funny is... Um, how old am I? 29? 
six years ago, I guess technically seven or eight years ago, I really got into business with my fitness business, but I got really into hundred uh, percent commission self-employment slash independent on my own under a mentor, whatever you want to call it. Um, like six or seven years ago, uh, I had a hundred percent drive with 10 to 20% discipline and responsibility. I was at a job. I was an employee. Um, I was working two, two jobs and before I got into business. And that's just how life was. And I was hoping that I would make it in fitness. I had no fucking clue. Um, but I had the drive. I had the want to be better and to have a better life. And then I got into business. And as I got into business... If you're young, you think you can take on the world while doing nothing to take on the world, especially if you're an entitled, egotistical millennial that I'm still working on every day. I feel like I've gotten a lot better over the years. And I would sleep in. Sometimes I would get depressed about not making money and I'd sleep in until 11. Um, I wouldn't. I didn't have any routines really besides the gym. I didn't, I didn't uh, have time that I set aside. I didn't read. I didn't grow as a, as a human being. I didn't think deeply about questions like what do you really want out of life well i want to make more money that's not a good answer i had to dig deeper why do you want to make more money how much money is more money what are you going to do with that money why do you want to make a hundred grand a year well at that point it's what a lot of what not a lot of people make which would put me in the high percentage of income brackets for most people on at least um this land here in America. So that was cool. Girls will like me more. So that was cool. I can buy nice things. I can have a nice car. So those obviously were great drives, but it wasn't enough to ever get me there. And and I was on the way the whole time and those kept me driven. But now that I'm in the position I am, those things never really mattered now that I realized that. That was never it. There were so many other internalized and personal reasons why I wanted to make a bunch of money. And that helped me get on the right road of getting on better habits and optimizing those better habits and getting rid of old habits. And now here I am. I, uh, I'm always productive. Conscious about it or not, I'm always progressing in my day. Maybe just half a percent better. And sometimes it's a step back, but you bet your ass that without thinking about it, if you see me in a year, I'm not in this position, I'm in a better one. And if I'm in a worse one, it's because I'm about to be in a better one. Because there's three points in life that you're at. You ready? Because you're in one of them. You're either going through the shit. And if you're going through the shit, I suggest you keep going. Because once you're in hell, you just got to keep going through hell. Once you come out the other side... You're going to be in a whole different place. The grass is greener. It's beautiful. It's lush. It's full of life. It's full of opportunity and options. So keep going through this shit. So you're either going through this shit. You just got out of the shit. Congratulations. Don't, don't get on your high horse now that things are quote unquote good for now. Because they won't be forever. Appreciate it. But tame your happiness and excitement about how good life is going for you. Because you will be going through this shit again. So you're either going through the shit, you just get out of the shit, or you're about to go in. So you're always, life is struggle. That is the whole maxim of Buddhism. 
life is struggle. The, you know, that stupid fucking cliche of, you know, it doesn't get easier. You just need to hope to get stronger. That's the truth. You do need to hope to get stronger because it doesn't get easier. It doesn't matter how much money you have. You still have issues. You're still mortal. You still have stupid people cutting you off in traffic. You still have stupid companies that fuck you over whether you make a ton of money or not. Life still goes the way it goes for everybody no matter what. Not necessarily first world to third world. But if you're in America, you probably have a lot of the similar stupid worries that everybody else has. That's just not important. Some things to think about over these holidays. Because if you're anything like me, and you love Christmas, I love the holidays because people have to be better. Or people, I don't know, they just seem to be better. It's almost like 10 to 20% of the population is just generally more happy during this time. I don't know, I always run into people who hold the door more. Have a great day. Happy holidays. You know, you go to a gas station, the gas attendants are always... You know, the clerks are always nicer. The people making the food are always nicer. People walking around are always oddly nicer. Everyone's nicer. And it's almost like we have this little appreciation for our mortality during the holidays. But then right after the holidays, January 1, you go back into that same concrete jungle warrior mentality that tomorrow is promised and guaranteed. And you You and I both know that's bullshit. So if you're going to make New Year's goals. Wait, we're going to do one more before New Year's, right? Maybe I'll make some goals for you guys so we can all keep each other. Or you guys can keep me on track, which that's going to suck. I don't like publicizing that stuff. Because if you make something known, then you have to follow through with it. That's another good way to get yourself to do something. Tell everybody you know that you're going to do something and you'll have to do it. You'll have to rise to the occasion. You just will because you can. A lot of the times you just won't allow yourself to until you have absolutely no other option. So we'll probably do another one of these. Yeah, we definitely will before the first. Absolutely. So I'll work on my goals. But if you're going to get goals, I want to be healthier. That is a fucking stupid goal. You could eat one chicken breast on January 1st or one piece of broccoli and say, yeah, I did it. What is healthier? Define healthier. You want to lose 10 pounds to be healthier? Why? How? What's the plan? That's what you have to start developing after you figure out what you want. But dig down. Um, Dean Graziano, big, big, big millionaire. A book called, what is it called? It's Millionaire Success. Millionaire Success Habits. That's what it's called. There's seven layers of why. So when you say I want to be healthier, there's, there's at least three to five, if not all the way seven. Most people can't get to seven. Seven whys that you can answer. I want to be healthier this this next year. Why? Well, because I'm overweight and I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Well, if I lose 10 pounds, I'll feel a little better about, about myself. I'll have more definition and I'll look better. Okay, well, why do you want to do that? And you just keep going until you figure out either A, it wasn't really what you wanted, or B, Now you've narrowed down exactly why you want it, and now you have the motivation on how and why to go get it. So when you're setting goals, don't set all these crazy-ass goals. Um, I'm going to accomplish the world. I'm going to make, you know, I'm only making 30 grand, but I'm going to make 100 grand. I'm going to be the best husband, the best father. We're going to move into a million-dollar mansion. I'm going to buy 10 new cars. Like, 
I'm going to read 100 books this year and you haven't read. Do something that you sit there and look at it and go, I'm going to read a book a month. Is that realistic? Because it does sound like it, but it was it was not for me. The first three, two to three years I got into reading. My first year, I think I read three or four or five books. The second year was like eight. And now I read, I don't know, 10 to 20 books a year without question. So find something specific. Don't set too many. I would say three goals is more than enough. Something that a lot of people, I not a ton of people, but people that I feel like have had the most success with New Year's resolutions are the people that tell me they do a goal a month. So I'm cutting out soda uh, in January. And then in February, I'm working out three days a week. And then in March, I'm I'm going to hit a protein goal of 100 grams per day or some shit. I'm going to have in, in April a protein shake every night before before bed instead of having a whole sleeve of double stuffed Oreos, which is my favorite thing to do. Um, there's a million ways to do it, folks, but the goals really aren't the point. The point is getting into the habit. I mean... It's a beautiful thing to want to lose 30 pounds. I get it. I've done it. It feels fucking unreal the difference you feel in life when you're 30 pounds less. The confidence you have. The less soreness and everything. But just wanting to lose 30 pounds doesn't lose 30 pounds. And losing 30 pounds doesn't mean you keep it off. What you're really going to be proud of isn't being 30 pounds lighter. What's the real confidence is keeping that discipline you had when you wanted to lose 30 pounds. How'd you lose 30 pounds? Well, I worked out three times a week and I never fucking stopped. I ate just a little bit better every day. I cut out one meal every day. And I continue to do that. And that's why I continue to feel confident because you could lose that 30 pounds and fall off the wagon and not gain weight. Just go back to your old habits and somehow not gain weight, let's just say. You wouldn't feel nearly as good as you thought you would feel. Because it's not the 30 pounds that's making you feel like shit. It's the fact that every time you think, man, I'm fat, that night you still shove that whole fucking sleeve of Oreos down your throat when you know you shouldn't. It's not that you want to lose 30 pounds and eat a sleeve of Oreos. It's that you want to follow through with something you fucking said. Because you, like most people, not everyone, actually believe it or not, you have an internal monologue. You have have something, a voice inside of your head that always tells you, you fucked up. You didn't follow through again, man. And guess what? That voice is either your best friend or your worst enemy. And once you stop following through immediately... Even on little things, that little voice starts going, oh, okay, I thought we were friends. You're going to blow me off? Cool. Well, I'll just stop making plans with you then. You, you, you didn't get up at six today like you said you were, and now you're telling me that you're going to eat a healthy meal at the end of the day? Bullshit. We ain't eating healthy. We're going to come home and eat a sleeve of Oreos. That voice in your head is either your worst nightmare Or the voice that takes you to your wildest fucking dreams in a life you could have never even known existed. So what's it going to be? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, guys. 
I'll catch you next week. I'm so fucking excited to do Christmas in my house, my town home, my beautiful town home with my family. We got tons of presents for all of e- for each other. It's going to be marvelous. I hope you guys have a safe and amazing fucking holiday. And remember, it has nothing to do with the goals you're setting, but the habits you're creating and winning over that voice in your head to be your best friend. Catch you next week, guys. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. Guys, you can find us at our website where we have a store, a fitness application. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out our blog. Go hit the website up to see all of our programs and guides. We'll see you next week.